0: Taylor Swift came out of nowhere this weekend to release all her music back to the streaming services and, yes, even Spotify. But it wasn't enough response because it was kind of late to get into the top ten. So what were the top ten responded to Conversations of the Week? We'll find out in just a moment. This is the weekly wrap-up podcast for This is Conversation.com. And this is for the week ending June tenth, two 2017. <laughs> And welcome to the podcast. My name is Jay Cleveland Payne. Welcome you to This Is The Conversation.com's weekly wrap-up podcast. This is the week that ends June the 10th, 2017. So we go back seven days to the se- to the second of that Friday and all the way to uh, the beginning of this Friday, where we're recording this Friday morning on the 9th, to give you the top 10 stories and then some. Uh, We're working on a format to make sure this thing gets really timed out a little better, but we'll give you the top 10 from reverse order, 10 to 1, the most responded to, conversated conversations. I know that's not grammatically correct, but that's just sort of how we say that. The ones you talked about the most over the past seven days. Now, if you want to keep up with all the conversations in real time and be a part of this thing, make sure you're on the Twitter with TH underscore conversation as a follow, that's us, or you're on Facebook, you can follow us at This Is A Conversation, or you can just go to our main website as they get posted there as well, com. While you're at the website, you can get your opinions uh Add a little extra bonus sauce to them by joining the conversation survey panel. When you join the panel, we will send you paid surveys and we'll get you paid to do a survey. It's that simple. Go to thisisconversation.com slash survey panel and see if you want to be in That number. Meanwhile, let's get into the numbers ten to one, reverse chronological order from least popular to most popular of the top ten. Now we had fifty nine specific distinct uh, conversations on this week, so it was a lower number than last week. Uh, A lot of things going on in the world here, personally in the outside world of the work stuff as opposed to the world of information stuff but uh hopefully there was plenty for you to conversate with plenty to talk with the and react to this week we saw lots of numbers that was a big thing we saw we saw a large jump in the numbers of people responding to what we had so we thank you for all the newer people coming into the conversation thank you so much for being in this thing so let's go ahead and kick this off with the top 10 Let's start with the number 10 spot, and we have Chris Bosch. Chris Bosch, who was drafted the same year in the same draft as LeBron James uh, a bit later for going to Toronto and eventually ended up playing with him in Miami, uh, is going to see his career come to an end due to his illness. Now, the doctors have ruled that his blood clot illness is so severe, the one that's kept him from playing a full season two seasons in a row, that Chris Bosch needs to. Hanging up. Now remember, Chris Bosch is about three years older than LeBron James, who came out straight out of high school. Bosch played some college ball, so he's got a bit more extra mileage on him, but still essentially in his prime. He's not as run down as some of the other guys. In that famous draft, uh, and also not quite as famous as those guys as well. And same draft as Dwayne Wade and Carmelo Anthony, which is part of the reason why they're such great friends, And especially when the three that got to play in Miami. Now, Chris Bosh is essentially looking for a new career, whether he likes it or not. He's been appealing and appealing and appealing this thing ever since he first got put on the bench two seasons ago by Miami and just hoping to get one more try. Whether he decides to keep on playing basketball here, there, or anywhere, or find some place uh, in a back office or in a booth somewhere for calling these games, we'll see what happens. But as of right now, the doctors, the official NBA doctors, say Chris Bosh has career-ending uh, illness. That those are blood clots, that dangerous blood clots that just release blood clots into your lungs, which is a bad thing number nine story the white house decided not to block james comey's testimony before congress which happened uh yesterday in real time on as this is being played back or released on saturday it had been uh two days ago on thursday when the when the actual testimony went down now we don't have any testimony issues in this so we'll just tell you a bit about the testimony right now so we'll get that out of the way uh pretty much so the The Trump administration decided not to block the Comey testimonies because they could do that if they felt it was a national security risk. So Comey went to D.C. on Thursday and got a chance to talk in front of senators from the right and the left. Some of them gave gave him praise. Some of them gave him a little bit of hell. Most of them were were very uh, respectful. Actually, they were all pretty respectful of him himself. Some didn't like some of the things he had done. And the questioning went as you would expect. Some people were trying to play a bit of offense for the, the Trump administration, some playing defense uh, for the Trump administration, some playing offense for themselves, and some basically trying to pin Trump for being a bad guy. The biggest hot topic from his testimony was the fact that James Comey literally called Donald Trump a liar or suspected him of being a liar, using the word liar Many times in his testimony, saying the reason why he actually started taking his notes was because he had to make sure that these notes, his these statements can be uh, refuted, and then after he was fired, and that went back and forth for a while, he realized, wait a minute, I have these notes. Those are the those would be the quote unquote tapes that Trump could be talking about, uh, and if Trump has some tapes, he actually said, by golly, I hope he pulls them out. He said, like, by golly, that was that was that was a real thing. So that was your number nine story for the week. Number eight, the toxicology report for Chris Cornell came out uh, late last week. We talked about it on Friday, late in the day, and it concluded that the drugs in the system did not drugs in the system did not cause the singer's death. Uh, his family has stated that he was on certain medications, prescription drugs that may have made him a little a little out there, a little loopy, uh, not not right right not right in the head. Uh, but the coroner says the drugs were not a factor in anything towards his um so his, his death, of course, still listed as a suicide. Police respond to multiple security incidents in London. That's how we originally posted this one on Saturday. That turned out to be uh, three men in a van crashing into people, pedestrians on London Bridge, then leaving the car and going on a stabbing spree. They ended up killing uh, seven people in the initial attack. An eighth person was found, a body uh, that, that jumped, fell, ended up in the river over the bridge a few days later, making a total of nine people dead in the atta- total attacks. Uh, police on the scene, uh, as they say in, in London, had a precedent, unprecedented amount of firepower used against these assailants. Three men who were shot down, gunned down pretty quickly by around 50 to 60 rounds, uh, something that you don't see in London very often because most of the times the police aren't even carrying weapons. But they took care of that pretty swiftly, although the panic went for a while because no one knew exactly what was going on. Over the next couple of days, uh, 12 to 15 people were arrested and then released um, in in connection to questioning of the whole deal. The biggest thing about the whole ordeal, number one, they waited a few days to release the names based on the fact that the british weren't so happy about the names we released from the manchester uh, bombing from two weeks ago uh number two most of the people in the, the, the who knew the assailants who were all of british descent all, all british origin they were for from muslim descent but british origin were um pretty they they didn't speak uh uh Un- they didn't speak badly of them, but they did say there were some weird things like one guy rented a moving van so he asked about getting a van and, and things like that. Uh, one guy was really devout and was talking about prayers in, in the in the city or in, in this part of the neighborhood they lived in. so it's one of those things where you know you you think you know the guy, but apparently you don't know him as well as you thought you did. Of course, Isis did claim responsibility for this action a few days later. we'll see how this thing's going to come come down as well. We also had twin assaults on the Iranian parliament and a shrine in Tehran happened this week. Now, about 12 people died in these incidents. ISIS also taking responsibility for this incident where gunmen made their way into the parliament in Iran and Tehran and um, shot the place up a bit, then made their ways down to, to a local shrine and shot more people there as well. About 17 people died in that whole incident over in the middle of the week, something that also just an oddity in, in itself. The Ariana Grande One Love Benefit Concert went off without a hitch on Sunday, last Sunday, where it was aired on American television on Freeform, and there were plenty of great performances. Coldplay came out. What a great act. Miley Cyrus was there. Katy Perry was there. And a very touching closing run tradition by Ariana Grande, showing that uh, Manchester, London, and the world are not going to back down from random acts of terror money was raised for some of the victims there in manchester and just generally for the keeping the peace in the city this of course happened the day after the london attack so people were a little worried about what was going to happen in the concert and in the city and in the nation by the way Uh, the terror alert did not get raised back to the highest level after the london attack but there was some talk about uh, making sure things were very vigilant things were still kept aware on that level we know things were pretty great for the concert Ariana grande put on a great show for the world to see how we respond to terrorism here's an interesting thing that happened over the week qatar or Qatar, based on how you want to pronounce it had its ties its diplomatic ties cut with five nations that border it which means essentially since it's a nation in the desert uh in the middle of nowhere they had no way to get Anything for a couple days. In fact, the band is still there. Uh, they're still working out some deals and details on what's going on, making things work out. Oddly enough, the United States is dealing with a, uh, a a not so much a treaty, but working on some details of a deal for keeping troops there in the United in, from the United States there in Qatar. But as of the moment, Saudi Arabia, Bahrain, and Egypt were three of the top nations that were pulling out of its ties diplomatic with that nation mostly because of some statements given by the Qatari government that were pro-Muslim Brotherhood, pro-ISIS, for lack of a better term, and anti-US, especially two weeks after the US delegation just left with Donald Trump in the region. Now, here's where it got interesting. There are a few more messages down the way where we find out that Russians, or some Russian actors, Maybe on acting on the state, maybe someone acting on a private citizenship of Russians. But somewhere in Russia originated some hacks into the Qatari um, government, specifically into their state news system. And these news stories that were, quote unquote, published were actually fake stories. Yes, fake news planted by the Russians in their system so that when people saw them, it made it look like they were supporting the terrorists from that it caused them, being Qatar, to lose uh, their support from the other cities. And it caused runs on banks and runs on grocery stores because they didn't know how long it would be until they'd get supplies if no one was allowing them into their airspace. Donald Trump, of course, took credit for this happening. Ian, there's also a sort of fakish news story out there that Donald Trump didn't actually know that the United States had troops in Qatar. Qatar was a major staging place for troops who were battling ISIS and other uh, issues in the Middle East. However, uh, someone did some research and from a, a speech back a few months ago, he gave uh, raving reviews of all of the allies in Saudi Arabia and what they're doing, including uh, the stuff going on in Qatar. Raving reviews of the troops working in Saudi Arabia and the area, including the troops in Qatar, I should say. Not so much raving on Saudi Arabia, about that Course it came later. That was the number four story. I lost my counts. Number three, Orlando police investigating multiple fatalities after a shooting in an industrial area. Sometime early in Monday, this was a Monday story actually, a uh, in- disgruntled employee went to an industrial building in Orlando and uh, shot multiple people, six people, and then himself, uh, targeting specific people at the job. He had been fired a few months before. And as these things happen, although they shouldn't, he just found the day where he eventually snapped, went back to work, got himself in, and caused a quick rain of terror. This whole thing was taken out pretty quickly. In fact, like we said, he actually shot himself after he shot the targeted people. Um, this is, of course, a sad story to happen. We uh, feel for the families of all involved in this one. A bit of an odder story, as police had to shoot at attacker outside of the Notre Dame Cathedral uh, early in the week. This person uh, was attacking or, or going after a police officer with a hammer. He had a hammer. He was going at him. He was manic, and police had to shoot him to uh, w- to basically get him to withdraw. Uh, another just oddity on the day, and that was the number two story that popped up. The number one story, and this story is uh, on tops by about um, 25 th- 30% on the number two story, is what happened. After the uh, attacks on London, and this had nothing to do with the attacks themselves. This is a person who really had absolutely very little to do with the whole thing at all. CNN has a host of a show on spirituality called, oh, the the, whole, the show's called spirituality. The host's name, not called. His name is Reza Aslan. And after Donald Trump dropped some tweets on the Londoners, uh, and spef- spef- specifically, sorry about that, specifically on, on the mayor of London, uh, on a message he said about not being uh, worried about extra terror, when the mayor actually said, don't be worried about the extra response from police, extra police out, don't be alarmed from that, Um Reza Aslan dropped a tweet out calling Trump a piece of blank. And that blank starts with an S and you can go with that. Now, other than the fact that he's on, he being Reza Aslan, he's on CNN on a weekly, uh, basically time killer a show that no one actually watches. No one would even care. But because they had CNN attached to it, They could use that as a sort of fodder for what the CNN, the the mainstream media, is doing to defame the president. Uh, Whether you believe the president is a piece of blink or not, it's on you. Whether you believe Reza Aslan is a jerk for doing that, he probably is, but that's on you. Uh, He got a little extra famous for that one tweet. No word that I could find on the fact that the show would continue to air on the network, although I've yet to see any more promos for his upcoming shows on the network. Those were the top ten of the week. Now, a couple also vans. We have um, an ananya vinye as the first solo national spelling bee in four years and if you watch the video for her spelling her final word you can see a bewildered and frightened child wondering what's going on as confetti is flying people are screaming and her parents are mobbing her on the stage it's a cute thing uh, but it's the first time in four years as we said that we had not had a a spell off a tie to have a single champion in the spelling bee for the nerd bowl if you will Peter Salas, the voice of Wallace and Gromit, died at the age of 96 over the week. We all are, of course, mourning the loss of that great voice from that great and very funny cartoon. George and Amal Clooney welcome Ella and Alexander to the world. They're twins. George and Amal Clooney, the most famous people in the world who aren't named Trump right now, um, had a couple babies. That's all you need to know. Back away from them. They had some babies. They're famous. Go along with that. Derek Fisher over the weekend got caught in a DUI and crashed a car in the process. We're talking about him extra because the car he crashed belongs to Matt Barnes. Now, why does that mean anything? Well, it's registered Matt Barnes. Matt Barnes is the ex-husband of Derek Fisher's current girlfriend. And Matt Barnes and Derek Fisher have had some words between each other about Derek Fisher dating Matt Barnes' ex-wife, and Matt Barnes is kind of a hothead. So uh, after a real conf- conversation uh, that, m- let m- that meant Matt Barnes had to leave after a basketball game, drive to his house because his kids were a bit upset because Derek Fisher was hanging around their house, now the car that his wife owned that was paid for by him was crashed by the b- boyfriend who was drunk while driving yes this gets worse what doesn't get worse is taylor swift stuff taylor swift is awesome taylor swift is amazing and taylor swift comes in to swoop in and take away any sort of credibility from Katy perry right in the means of it last night as i'm recording this and of course friday morning thursday night in real time Katy perry at midnight released her fifth album At the same time, Taylor Swift released her entire catalog back onto Spotify and many other streaming services after a three-year hiatus and a very public blow up which caused many other people to take their stuff off because Taylor Swift said she wasn't getting paid enough. But apparently, she figured out a way to make it work and a way to make it work so she could kind of rub it in Katy Perry's face at the same time. The U.K. election results are a disaster for the prime minister, Theresa May. Now, you can kind of decipher that as you want to, but the prime minister had to deal with election results after having to deal with a a crash and stabbing issue in London a few days before. What happened was the party that she leads, the Conservative Party, the party that is leading the Brexit to get out of the European Union, lost a majority of the seats in parliament, which means the party in charge that has a lot of things in the works doesn't have the people in place that really want to get that done. They'll probably start tearing things down. And she, being Theresa May, because this is how parliament works, will have to come up with some way to talk to her parliament and come up with a consensus to get things done. Believe it or not, that's how things work out when someone's the executive. They talk to the people in the legislative to make things happen we should teach that to our executives but you know whatever that's how things work, apparently, in other places, not quite here. Phil Collins had to cancel the show after falling and hit his head. He was in a hotel room, a strange hotel room to him, and he had just fit, had surgery, which had him a bit disoriented, and on medication that has him a bit disoriented, and having some issues walking, believe it or not, getting back into his gait. Now, he woke up in the middle of the night, uh, tried to make his way to the restroom, and fell, and hit his head, which is serious for a man of his age, serious for anyone, but uh, he's okay, he's fine, he just had to cancel some Shows while he gets back together and gets himself back in order for upcoming things. We also have LeBron James rumors. Um, of course, right now the Cavaliers are down to the Warriors 0 3, and the decision may have happened last night. We're recording this on Friday morning, so maybe last night the Warriors made history, and we'll talk about that on Monday in the daily recap podcast. But we also know that LeBron James is may move to uh, L.A. because he already lives there and play for the Lakers and Clippers because he has a house there. That's essentially how that's running. So you can take that with as many grains of salt as you want to. But he's up for re-agency in 2018, and maybe he'll just go home to where his house is as opposed to home to where he grew up. Early in the week, we had a video that showed, that appeared to show, pretty much showed, Rex Ryan and Rob Ryan, uh, former NFL coaches, in a bar fight in Nashville uh, while uh, hanging out watching some Predators stuff. Probably not the way to get a good gig uh, after being fired a couple months ago. Michael Bloomberg pledged his personal money to the UN after Trump pulled out of the Paris Accords because he's a billionaire and he can do that. And Sony, well, two more things. Sony is going to put out some of its clean version videos and new initiatives to basically regular people. So the versions of movies that you watch on airplanes or you see on late afternoons on Saturdays filling time when there's no football uh, may come to your own personal DVD or digital library via Sony. Some of the people who made those movies and liked them to stay dirty aren't so happy about that. And Hank Williams Jr. is returning to Monday Night Football this season for ESPN after a a six-year hiatus from him. Of course, six, seven years ago, uh, he made some remarks against President Obama and ESPN not being one to ruffle their their bracket picker-in-chief decided that Hank needed to go away for a bit. Hank coming back, him, his righty friends, and his soundtrack every single week for the opening of Monday Night Football once again this season. And those are the also then, some of the good stories, best stories we think, of the week that weren't in the top 10 and plenty of stories in the top 10, plenty of responses to those, but those that we had, Based on timing sometimes, based on just the the merit, and sometimes just because you can only get so many in the top ten, didn't quite make it, we thought you might want to rehear them again. Thank you so much for joining us for all our conversations this past week. To make sure you're in the real-time conversations and can make your mark on what makes it into the top ten and the also bends, follow us on social media and react to the conversations as they come down. Respond, reply, tweet, like, do whatever. Go to Twitter at TH underscore Conversation. Go to Facebook at This Is A Conversation. And, of course, our main website, ThisIsAConversation.com. Stop by the websites and check out some of our sponsors. They're doing the best they can to be good stewards to the world and make a little money and keep some uh, cash in their pockets and make sure their kids are fed. And maybe they can help you out with something that's a great need for you, and you can help them out, and in turn, they'll help us out. That's how sponsorship works. Once again, you want to find out anything else I'm doing other than this thing here, check out my main website, jclivenpain.net. And thank you, thank you, thank you, thank you, thank you. That's five times. Thank you so much for being a part of all our conversations all week long, every day, in and out, late, early, however you respond to us. We're so glad that you're a part of the ride. Make sure you're getting this podcast and the other podcast, the five daily recap podcast, in your feed, wherever you love them. We love to get podcasts. Um, subscribe to them and leave some reviews if you can. And of course, just be here again for Monday when we do three days Friday, Saturday, Sunday, then daily recaps for all week long. And then back again on Saturday, another weekend, weekly wrap up podcast from This is a conversation.com.